0: The news it's Tristan Field Jones, filling Obi- in for Richard joined by our Monday panel Now we have Dan Hewen, Maya Pretty, Amy Coldwell But hang on a second here, I only see two people in front of me
1: You're outnumbered
0: I am <laughs> Yes, I'm it's not kind not of the
1: estrogen zone here Well,
0: but here's the thing, Dan, where are you? That's right, Tristan, I'm a ghost now Oh
2: You're on the DL, are you?
0: <laughs>
2: do you have a lower body injury? Or are you day-to-day?
3: Uh, you know what? I uh, I put my back out, something that I have been known to do, and uh, I'm paying the price for it right now.
2: So it's a recurrent thing.
3: It is. You know, I had a car accident about seven years ago where um, I ended up with a bulging disc in my back, Ew. and unfortunately, I'm assuming because of my horrendous posture, it has never really healed
1: so you're having a great time. Yeah, <laughs>
3: great
4: start
0: I'm to 2020. 2020.
4: is proving to be interesting for you.
0: <laughs> so far, so good. Well, well, so Dan, what are you doing in the meantime to keep yourself busy or not busy, I guess?
3: Well, you know, I still had to go to work today and I was limping. Basically, I'm uh, 32 years old and I can walk normally with my left leg and then I have to use my hip to swing the right one over. <laughs>
1: Can you set up, set up a video camera? <laughs> I just, I'm, you know, I just need to see what
3: you're going through. Live stream my pain. Not all for your entertainment purposes, purposes yeah. at all. Right? It's because I care, yeah, Dan. No
0: entertaining is allowed. <laughs> we're we're making fun of someone who is in. I believe Dan in an email said it was shooting pains that happen every twenty seconds. Is that right? Down the right leg. Oh, cool.
4: now I feel bad. Okay. <laughs> We're sorry. We wish you could be here, and we hope you feel better we, soon. We we certainly do.
2: Um, so, welcome to the uh, the Monday panel. Did Where, you have any uh, any thoughts that you wanted to grill I, the panel on? I,
0: I actually did have a, a, a question, and and this was kind of um, brought out by the death of Neil Peart, drummer for Rush. One of the interesting things I noticed on Twitter when I put that out there was so many people coming with stories about how you know, and I use Rush as an example, but we see this all the time whenever a, a, a famous musician or artist passes away. Where people coming out saying how you know Russia they influenced their childhood or how they have good memories or how it was a place to escape. So one of the questions I want to bring forward to the panel is when it comes to music, first of all, favorite artists. Oh no! And uh, well, this is going
2: to go down a dark, dark road <laughs> for a couple of people because Tristan Uh-oh. likes to. Tristan believes he what? has a very good taste in music.
0: But aren't you very close minded oh. when it comes to music? But no, it, it depends, <laughs> Not close minded, extremely skeptical. I've
4: heard ah. about your
1: road
0: trips. My road trips. So,
4: what have you I told me? I t- didn't say anything.
0: That's, you didn't say, okay, who told you this piece of information?
4: I can't
1: tell you where I get my now information. Now you need okay.
4: to explain yourself. So, what I'm what just kind of saying. Just that a second here. I was trying to have
2: an honest <laughs> conversation. I'm sure that Amy Coldwell's favorite music or favorite band that influenced her <laughs> is not. Not going to make Tristan happy. But that's not the point oh, of the
3: conversation.
0: Oh, yeah, that's Nothing true. Wrong with the that <laughs> true. That, that is very true. I but, know that's all I'm but, thinking. But that's not the point of my conversation. Okay. But the point of my conversation was I wanted to know, you know, your favorite artist and 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 how they may have helped you through maybe a tough time or or helped you cope with something or just make you feel good. So I'll start. Amy, let's start with you. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> oh my.
4: <laughs> I was. I'm sorry. I was Just not me. cool. I was a teeny bopper. I was into Hanson and the Backstreet Boys and the Moffats and Avril Lavigne. I will say that my taste in music is a little bit more, I guess, cool now. But I could. I could also go with cool. Like I was into Our Lady Peace and. You know what else is cool? Maya, help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> I'm trying so hard note, to not be a dork. How did Mbop get you through the tough times? <laughs> it did. They were so happy. Taylor Hanson and Zach you and know what Isaac got me through hair. a lot. It was their, their hair. hair made and them their happy. I had Taylor all over my room. Posters of him everywhere. It did help with the teenage years. Okay,
0: I'm going to say something that's going to... Oh, there we go. I'm going to say something that might surprise you. Hanson is a legitimate band, though.
4: They're all legitimate bands. So- <laughs> you know what I yeah. wonder? I, I wonder
3: <laughs> making- when they were
0: thinking about Hanson, what were they like? Let's
3: get a band of three boys that all have really long They're brothers. They are
4: talented.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Okay, Dan. Dan. Yeah, okay. Well, Tristan, buckle up, because you're going to hate this. Uh, <laughs> so I really... Uh, Groups that I really like are like Wu-Tang Clan, Dr. Dre, uh, and a few others in the hip-hop music. I actually really like rap and hip-hop music. But then by that same token, I grew up on the classic rock and probably the same four albums my dad's listened to for the last 30 years of his life. (laughs) Uh, So I really like Pink Floyd and the Rolling Stones. uh, And then in the electronic category, my absolute favorite has to be Justice
0: and Dead Oh, see, I have nothing wrong with liking rap and hip-hop, especially if it's the Wu-Tang Clan or Dr. Dre. Those people are legends in their field. I have nothing Absolutely. wrong with that. See? He approves, Dan. Absolutely. You're okay, good. Thank you. You're the all right, all right. stamp of approval. <laughs> okay, Maya, let's hear your preferences.
1: Uh, much like Dan, I'm all over the map. Everything from Eminem to Rod Stewart, which is quite a, That's quite a wide variety. A um
3: Bo- Both of them very good. As, okay, I'd love great. to see Eminem do a cover of Maggie.
2: I was just going to say fantastic. that. That's so, he could weird. we do it? <laughs> um, I was thinking. <laughs> with the same a sample thing. of Johnny Cash in it somewhere. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think, as far as like memories go as a child, Roxette and uh, and Rod Stewart were the ones that we danced around our living room
2: with our mom to. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay, Julie.
2: Um, How about yourself? In my formative teenage years, my very first uh, cassette which I thought was a big deal, was Culture Club, Karma Chameleon. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. So when I got to see Boy George, my 13-year-old self in a four-or-something-year-old body was very excited. So that was kind of a big deal. But I was a huge In Excess fan and a huge U2 fan. Oh, very good Um, fans, both of them. But I was also influenced. I had an older brother and an older sister, so I was exposed to Meatloaf back when Bad Out of Hell was released the original time. Um, <laughs> also, uh, bands like Kiss, um, The Fix, um, groups like that were also, you know, big in my life. As were mm-hmm. the k compilations. Oh. Am I saying it?
4: See? That, that Look did.
2: at you all looking at me with question marks no, in your I, eyes. No, I know what you're talking about. k compilations.
0: So this would be, if I'm not mistaken, this would be like the biggest hits big, biggest ballads and that yeah. sort of thing Yeah, okay. so,
2: like it it would be like a mixtape but it was on can a I record shout
0: out,
3: That's awesome. We're talking about K-Tel. Can I shout out Big Shiny Tunes too? Oh yes. See
2: that's I loves
4: big shiny So tunes. essentially
2: that's what it was okay. but back in the 70s and 80s and they didn't they didn't call it that but Essentially, yeah, it was like, and so you learned a little, you know, one song from a bunch of different artists, right? So KTEL compilation's big. And I I remember my sister having the the Trooper Hot Shots album, Trooper, Mm. also big in the house. Little Canadian content, mm-hmm. and uh, it had a a target on the front with the holes in it. And I remember sticking my fingers in those holes, and they got stuck. Oh. And thinking, oh no, my sister's going to kill me because if my parents have to cut my fingers out of the hole, you know, going to good. Time. I will be in big trouble. But I managed to uh, to get them out. So I got
1: to interview Ray McGuire.
2: They're a fun band. The They're you know super fun. that's Canadian. Content at its very best. There so see. there you go, Tristan.
0: Well, I mean, it's not going to be much of a surprise, Steely but I, Dan. I oh, I so Steely Dan. I did not grow up on actually. That's one of the bands I I, I really explored recently. For me, it was classic rock. Uh, my mom would play the Guess Who, oh. the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Absolutely. Zeppelin. I mean, that uh, CCR is another one. I grew up on that stuff. But I've always loved listening to music. I mean, I, I play piano and drums, and I dabble in other instruments as well. So. You know, for me, especially in the era of Spotify and Apple Music, it's just been absolutely great going through there, and here's an album I haven't listened to, and just listen to that and kind of expand my horizons. Contrary to popular belief, everybody sitting here, um, I have an appreciation and an understanding for artists I do not like.
1: Do you have Hanson on any playlist?
0: I do not, but I have actually listened to some of their stuff that isn't, you know, their their biggest uh, Mm -hmm. hit there. And, and in deep tracks. Well, well some, <laughs> but some of the stuff that that they released more recently, they are actually a legitimate band. It, it's I I enjoy kind of going through one hit wonders and seeing what they've done besides that, and you'd be surprised at how diverse and and how sometimes well crafted the discography can be. Okay,
2: so let's let's our favorite one hit wonder. Ooh, a little right said Fred. I little yeah, I'm too I'm sexy. sexy. That
0: song is that's a classic.
1: They were more than one hit, but McMaster and James. They oh, were yeah, awesome. Yeah. They were a Winnipeg band. They were fantastic.
2: I'm going to go with Chumbawamba.
4: I get oh. knocked down.
0: Oh, oh, get something.
3: Yeah.
2: Right, <laughs> get All right, Dan, favorite uh, one-hit wonder?
3: Cisco Thong Song.
0: Wow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't sure surprise me. Yet yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, I th- I'd say, you know what? Maybe I Ran by Flock of Seagulls. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's, that, that one is one of those where you hear it once and you will never unhear it.
2: That's. I think that's a lot of music. And also
0: the music video is amazing. Were I'm they right. actually a one-hit wonder? I don't know this. Uh, I think Flock of Seagulls were technically. I think everybody knows them because the lead singer had hair unlike... Right. And this was 80s hair, we're talking. And it was outrageous right. by those standards.
2: Uh, what's, the, what's the biggest one-hit wonder probably on YouTube? Would that be... Um, Psy. Psy, yeah, probably oh, Psy.
1: Oh. Gangnam Style, yeah. That's unfortunate. Right. I feel like there's better ones
3: out there. From what I understand, though, he's actually big in Korea, so he's like a North American wonder. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
4: okay,
2: yeah. I never thought about it that way. But do you consume your music differently? Because uh, I grew up in an area bought the... I mean, you had to buy either the forty five, the record. I, I actually go back to eight tracks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the tape, the CD. And now you can buy it and you don't have to touch anything, which is I hate that.
1: super weird. I hate it so much. Um, I still buy vinyl and CDs. Oh wow. You do Good for you.
2: Yeah. And I mean, now people are buying like one song. Ooh. They'll buy one Tristan Field Jones song, right? <laughs> Instead of saying like I'm going to invest in in the album or the tape or whatever it is. Yeah. Do any of you still buy the whole thing Absolutely. or do you wait till you hear like three or four tracks and go, "Okay, now I'll buy the whole thing." No.
1: It's like it's like a whole story. You get it, you open it, you put on that first song, and then you're like, oh, the next song's going to be even better.
4: Front to back. Front I to do back. miss that. I don't do that at all. I Yeah, Spotify all the way. beat <laughs> what about beat you? Up after here.
3: Let me just say, I rode the wave that killed the CD like a revolutionary with a banner in one hand and a pistol in the other. I, mean, <laughs> I was so mad about the prices of CDs uh, at one point in time. I mean, for a kid to enjoy music... You need $25, and at the point in time, usually they'd put out a CD that had one or two good songs, and the rest were, you know, meh. Mm. Um, Now I pay a subscription for Spotify, and I'm perfectly happy with that. Uh, I just find that there was a point in time where we transitioned from CD to digital when companies didn't know if it was going to work or not. I just downloaded everything at that point in time.
2: Tristan, what do you, how do you consume it? Because you're a music guy.
0: Yeah, I, I'm actually big with uh, Apple Music, and um, I do buy the occasional CD, uh, especially if it's a gift for someone else, because I think that means a lot more. But you know, Dan brings up a good point. The price, price of CDs was outrageous, and at the end of the day, people were going to find a cheaper way of getting their music. So, yeah.
1: See, I do subscribe to Apple Music, but I still go out and buy the CD. If I like it enough, I want to support that artist.
0: Yeah. I can remember the day
3: when I opened up the Best Buy flyer and CDs had dropped half in price. I stood there with like a tear in my eye, just thinking we won. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, some of us uh, probably still owe the uh, the CD. What was that? That when they would get you to sign up and you had you got so many for free, and then you had to buy so many CDs
3: oh, within the yeah, uh, yeah. within subscription clubs.
2: Yes, yeah, and you could do it with movies as well.
3: Yeah. I think there old eight track ones like that and comic I, books back in the day. I don't know about <laughs> that.
2: I'm not that old, but I eight
3: track club. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I, I hope I've fulfilled my fiduciary re- obligations with both <laughs> the music and the video companies.
3: You get an
1: angry letter in the mail soon.
2: Yeah, telling you yeah. you
1: owe.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, it's okay. in Canada, you don't have to you don't have to listen to it. <laughs> um, Dan Hewen, get better soon, sir. Yes.
4: Yes. Hope, Hope to see,
0: see you next better. week. Thank you very much. All right. Maya Pretty, Amy Coldwell, thanks for coming in. Thanks, thanks for having much. us. Monday panel on CJOB. The News on CJOB with Richard Cluche and Julie Buckingham.